around your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Happened seven home runs in spring training, five of them leading off the game. I expect him to take a pretty healthy cut here if he gets a juicy looking first pitch fastball from Urania. Urania to Hap and a drive to right. Go, baby. What were you saying, Jimmy? Yes, sir. Go <laughs> Oh, baby. Oh, my. That's unbelievable. The season has begun. <laughs> Indeed it has. And welcome in, everybody. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Happy opening day in MLB. There's really only one opening day that moves the needle in sports. It is indeed Major League Baseball, and we are underway. You just heard the uh, Cubs television crew predicting it. Nice job, Deshays, the uh, <laughs> leadoff home run. If he gets a pitch... I guess he did that five times in spring training uh, this year, so he was probably used to seeing better pitching in Arizona than he's seeing today <laughs> in Miami. Boy, they're going to be bad, Joe. Uh, Joe. Uh, Joe's coming up at 12-10, Joe Quinn, uh, on uh, Darren DeVries. We'll get to that in a second. But Trent's here, not Joe. Joe will be here. You're going to have to wait for Joe. Uh, Joe uh, Quinn, 12-10, Darren DeVries, head coach of Drake, of course, Joe is in Omaha. We'll get the latest uh, on his thoughts on the hiring, uh, what DeVries has meant to Creighton. Kind of peel the uh, curtain back there. Cappy will be here at 1220, courtesy of our friends at heartlandflags.com. We'll preview the final four, at least from a Kansas perspective. Matt Postens, heartlandcollegesports.com. Mark Moorhouse, 115. And then a little hockey to wrap things up. The Iowa Wild, who are playing... Well, not the best hockey at the at the best at the most critical time of the year, Trent. They've got eight games left. They're five points out of the playoffs, but they begin a homestand here uh, coming up tomorrow night. So, the Wild essentially at the point where they can't afford to lose too many more games if they want any postseason. How are you? Happy MLB opening day. Uh, same to you. Same to you. Excited for the season. I'm decked out of my Twins gear. You are. I am ready to roll and uh, ready for this baseball season to get started. Though it's early. Ready for it. Yeah. It's uh this is a long week before we got to baseball with no mm-hmm. really college basketball mm-hmm. to talk about. NBA NHL, at least in our market, hasn't Although exactly Carl Anthony Towns last night. Did you oh, watch any of that? I did. My God, what a show. And they still struggled to beat the Hawks. They did. <laughs> yeah. The worst team in the East. Yeah. Um but not Towns a ringing endorsement for the T Wolves last did, night. Did you see there was a point where he still had not broken the uh the franchise record for points? He's standing on the three point line, mm-hmm. fakes a shot. Comes back down, wide open. Got a guy coming towards him, but he could have got the shot off. Fakes the shot, passes it over to Teague, who is wide open for a three on the baseline, essentially. I mean, what a great play, right? Do you know the play I'm referring to? Yes, absolutely. Oh, my God. 98% 98% of NBA players. Take that shot. They fired up. Yeah. Because they know where they're sitting as far as somebody's yes. told them that you're within a bucket of the franchise record. And anyways, I thought that personifies uh, his effort last night. I was more impressed by that, honestly, than I was by the what right. was it, 56, 55, 56, whatever he ended up with. But uh, anyways, um, so lots of, lots of baseball news. How about the news that the Royals got yesterday? I mean, Salvador Perez, four to six, and Trent the should have way traded him, like I told it. you. Yeah, you did say that. Uh, he's essentially moving out of the of the home, I guess, that him and his family uh, rent um, in Arizona for spring training, and took a bad step while he was carrying suitcases. Four to six weeks. Four to six weeks. Memorial Day. 
we're talking. We'll see you then, Sal. And mm. uh, a guy like that that you don't feel like you need a backup plan. He has been right behind the dish. Yep, consistently. One hundred forty-five, one hundred fifty. Michelle, one hundred fifty-five. He is back there a lot, and now. A uh, a season that looked to be rebuilding, going to be rebuilding a little bit earlier for Kansas City. Yeah, no doubt. That is a blow. And That's their all-star trend. Yeah, when we were talking to Andrew Logue, he, he talked about just the importance of Royal fans. And I mm-hmm. knew that he was beloved, certainly there. I guess I just didn't realize it was at that level. What, oh. Where did they have him on that list of best Royals? Three? Number th- all time. All time. Number three. Right, and, and number one's taken. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's... I, I was baffled by that. I just I, I didn't realize, knew he's a great player, knew mm-hmm. he was beloved, but at that level, that, that game was a complete surprise to me. Now they're going to be out without him for a month, month and a half. Yeah, just crazy. Uh, Darren DeVries, the new Drake head coach. Look, he has um, wanted this gig after Keno left. I think his name was floated out there at that time. Certainly after Phelps left, his name was floated out after at, at that time. Um but he wasn't. He, he never got the gig at either time, Trent. And you know he's been a lifelong assistant coach, Creighton for twenty years. And again, Joe Quinn uh, for more color on uh, Darren Devries's career uh, at Creighton. Why now? I mean, what? Why wasn't he ready for the job four years ago? I think that there's probably. And and you corrected me prior to going on the air. I thought he was older than apparently he is because I thought that this might be a, a guy that's going to plant some roots here. He certainly did in Omaha. Yes. Um, do you know, is, is, was was that high up on Brian Harden's list of things he was looking for when he decided to go out and find that head coach? I had to think that that would be the case. Mm-hmm. You know that he wants a guy that's you know not going to run out after a year. But he is a young guy. You're certainly younger than I thought he was. But you know what uh, what what's different about him now that wasn't there a couple of years ago when this job was open? I don't think anything's different. I, I really don't. I don't think this is a a different guy. They just felt like there was a better guy at the time. And so they took their shot mm-hmm. with Jacoletti at the time. And last year, you know, Nico comes in and, and, well, outside of the roots, looked to be a really good hire and, and had a solid season in year number one. But, you know, what you're getting now is a guy that, that understands the job. Right. And, and I think that is so An important. Iowa guy. And it's not just that Iowa connection, which is a part of it, but the understanding. Well, he knows the Valley. Knows the Valley uh-huh. and, and knows that this isn't just another Valley job. This isn't Illinois State, Missouri State. This is a private school mm-hmm. that doesn't have a whole lot of success over the last 40 years that you have a rebuild. And I don't know if all the coaches had exactly have that knowledge base that DeVries has. So I like it. I think it's a, a good idea. It's a guy that certainly not only in the MVC is a player and the MVC is a coach, but then also in the Big East. You know, that's a step up and realizing they made the step up what they had to do to get there. Well, now you got to take Drake and, and a step up there. And he's got a clean canvas in front of him. That's a great point. That roster, he can do what mm-hmm. he pleases in building this thing. It is, it's always a rebuild of Drake. But I, this level that Sad they have. Sad but it, It's eight scholarships to play with, possibly. Mm-hmm. I mean, as many as eight scholarships in year number one. How you are going to divvy that up? What you're looking for? Junior college players. How many could you get into Drake? That's always a conversation. There's the that academic needs to be had. requirement, and he is not going to be blindsided by that. Some coaches might come in and say, "Oh, really? I can't. I got three JUCO you, hey, guys." Hang on, say you guys are actually serious about this. I mean, I knew that that's what you say, but you're really going to hold us to that, right? I can only have, 
I can only have two over a three-year period. What right. what is that all about? Yeah. That okay? He knows these things, and he was he's had a pretty good academic school yeah. as well. He is. That's a good point. So figuring out the guys that you can get, the guys that make sense, and going down there, this is a good hire. This is a good hire. A better hire than some of the other names that didn't exactly move my needle. I like this one. Uh, why don't we get Joe Quinn while we do that? I can tell you that the Cubs are still batting. Uh, I shouldn't say that. They are now in the bottom half of the first, but they put up a three spot in the first inning. Um, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Three nothing Cubs, but again, they're, they're, they're playing the Miami Marlins. Marlins, man, is a free agent. That's one of the stories in baseball that just blows me away, that the, the Derek Jeter turned down a $200,000 check for Marlins man's tickets behind home plate, uh, those seats that he has uh, sat in since in the inception of this team. But um, he's a free agent. So if your team's looking for that guy, I, I never understood the whole Marlins man uh Thing, if he's, you want to call it that, but he's uh, got money and a bright jersey. You know who's this is apparently true. Okay, that there are teams trying to get his services. What the Detroit Tigers? Well, want Marlins man to become Tigers man. Anyways, we'll get back to that in a second. I just found that one of the more bizarre stories from opening day. Joe Quinn, let's get our buddy Joe Quinn, ESPN five ninety over in Omaha. Uh, Joe, a Drake graduate, certainly uh, knows the uh, Drake, uh, the Creighton program very well. And Darren DeVries is leaving Creighton, and he's going to take the uh, Drake job. He'll be introduced tomorrow afternoon. Joe, great to have you back on again. Um, Darren DeVries, uh, from the people that I follow, or people that, that the stuff that I read in uh, the Omaha World Herald, etc., um, at least over in Omaha, they are raving about this hire. Uh, help us out on Darren DeVries. Well, I can tell you this, Ken. He should, should have been hired as a Drake coach, in my opinion, probably twice already at this point. Uh, he was a finalist when Mark Phelps was hired. Um, you know, I have heard, I obviously wasn't in the room when this happened, I have heard that he was even the guy that the search committee recommended to be hired at that point. Thought they should have hired him when they hired Ray Giacoletti. Uh, he was considered this last time around when they brought in Nico Medved. Obviously, Medved worked out pretty well there, but... I, me personally, man, I think it's a home run. I think it's a slam dunk. In fact, I think Darren DeVries should have been the Drake head coach for like eight years already uh, at this point. So, look, it's, it's better late than never, but I think he fits at Drake for a handful of reasons, both on and off the court. What do you think it was that Sandy Hatfield Club didn't uh, didn't like? Did they not hit it off? What what prevented her from hiring him, Joe? Because I agree with you, and I heard the same thing. Um, going going back to the Phelps hiring that he was involved at that time, and, and subsequently, every single time that job has come open, his name has been out there and very high up on the list of candidates, yet for whatever reason, she would not pull the trigger. Well, here's what I think ended up happening, is when Phelps was hired, you got to remember, she came from Arizona State. That's true. Mark Phelps, at the time, was the top assistant at Arizona State. If I had to take a guess, uh, and being involved with Drake at the time, there were a lot of Arizona State people that she brought with her into the Drake Athletic Department. My guess is is that when she was going through the process, somebody at Arizona State reached out, or she reached out to them and said, hey, who do you think I should look at? That's where Mark Phelps came from. Because, I mean, really, he wasn't on anybody's radar for any job at that point. I mean, he was not a name that was considered by anybody here, uh, and he wasn't on the radar for any job at that particular juncture. So I'm guessing the connection to the old school is what happened there. And, you know, young AD, I mean, she was just kind of getting into it at the time. I mean, that's a mistake that we can all call the Phelps hire a mistake, right? Yep. Um, you know, that's one that I think a lot of people would be apt to make. 
I think the second time around when he was a candidate with Jack Aletti, I think what they wanted to do is they were just dead set on finding somebody that had been a head coach someplace. I think that they went into the process with that in mind. And, you know, Jack Aletti had some, you know, had some juice behind his name. He was, you know, obviously a retread at that point, uh, but had been a head coach in the past at Utah. I think they like what he did uh, there, and that's why they ended up with him. I, you know, this time around, I think they finally get it right for, for a variety of reasons. But at the top of that list is, first of all, I mean, he's an Iowa guy, right? Went to Applington Parkersburg High School. He played his college ball at UNI. So he knows the state. He knows the Valley. He also coaches at a program that has a style that is going to work in the Missouri Valley Conference, right? It, if you've ever watched Creighton play, it's all offense. It's a lot of three-point shooting. It's not you know, your type of basketball where all your offense is going to go through your big men because we all know in the Valley, recruiting big guys, especially skilled big guys, incredibly difficult Tough. to do. Very few programs can manage it. Much easier to find your speed guard guys. It's not necessarily a defense-predicated system that they run at Creighton. It's all about what they do on the offensive end. So I, I think it's a great fit, and I'm a little surprised it hasn't happened before now. So tell us a little bit more about DeVries as a coach, his recruiting acumen, what he's done on that side of things, and, and what kind of style is going to be making its way over to Forest Avenue. Well, I mean, it, like, I, like I kind of mentioned, it's, it's going to be an offense-first style. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what McDermott has done. Uh, at Creighton, and got to remember, I mean, DeVries has been at Creighton since Altman was there. Right, I mean, right. this is, I think, was his 20th season uh, as an assistant. So, really three-point heavy. Um, Creighton has never been and never will be mistaken for a defensive team. I mean, they have to score points. It's a real fast-paced style of basketball. You know, in terms of recruiting, it's hard to say. I mean, Creighton is a program that up until very recently didn't necessarily hinge their success on recruiting you know, top 100 guys or anything like that. I mean, my understanding of how they ended up with, say, like a Marcus Foster um, was the connection between Bruce Weber and Greg McDermott. Obviously, they both coached in the Valley together, were friends. Um, Actually, ironically, Bruce Weber told McDermott not to take Marcus Foster (laughs) at Creighton at first, but obviously ended up working out, working out okay. Um, But, you know, they're just now getting into where – there's a lot more attention on the, the type of guys that they're recruiting. But I can tell you this. I mean, from former players that I know, um, from boosters, you know, he's a real fan-friendly guy, um, very well-liked by his players, kind of a more laid-back character. I, I think it's going to be a great fit for what Drake needs. Well, Zach Johnson is tweeting. Uh, he, he loves the hire. So um, he's, he's yeah, there you go. There you go. Your most famous sports alum at Drake is all in. Joe, thanks for giving us a little uh, insight into Darren DeVries, the new head coach at Drake University. Thanks, Joe. My pleasure, man. Anytime. Yeah, good to talk to you. Joe Quinn, ESPN 590 afternoons over there on that blowtorch on the Iowa-Nebraska border. 590 goes um, goes a long way. We'll take a time out. We'll come back. We're going to go, not a long way, five hours to the east. David Kaplan's going to interrupt his viewing of this Cubs game. Where, oh, by the way, the score, uh, they got to run off Lester. So let's not print the playoff tickets just yet. <laughs> 3-1, Trent Condon, uh, as we move to the second Here come inning. the Marlins. Here come the fish. Uh, Ian Happ is up again.
No. No? Can he? No. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, take a time out. Cappy joins us next. He's brought to us by our friends at heartlandflags.com. Uh, Matt Postens will help us out with uh, Kansas as they get set to play their final four game tomorrow night. They are the late game. By the way, if you can't hear them or if you can't see them, can't be in front of a TV, you can hear them here on 1700 KBGG. Trent and I are back with the cap man. He's next after this timeout. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Join the American Lung Association's Fight for Air Climb in downtown Des Moines on April 8th to help fight lung disease. Register today at fightforiowaclimb.org or call 515-309-9507. Attention golfers, we've got a sweet deal for you. It's the 2018 Clubhouse Card. The Clubhouse Card goes on sale Monday, April 9th at 9 a.m. Look for the Sweet Deals tab on this station's website to grab yours. Do you want to have the opportunity? to try out Central Iowa golf courses for 50% off, then this deal is for you. Spring is here and it's your chance to play golf at some of Central Iowa's best courses. When you purchase a clubhouse card, you receive a round of golf with cart to each of the courses for 50% of the cost. Try out courses like Bosland and Impella, Westwood and Newton, and Terrace Hills and Altoona, and other great courses. Golf season officially starts soon. So what better way to get ready for the season than by purchasing the 2018 clubhouse card these cards will go fast so plan to get yours before they're gone on sale monday april 9th at 9 a.m at this station's website under the sweet deals tab Macy's Easter sale has the best holiday style. I know. Great savings, incredible specials. Plus an extra 20 or 15% off with our Macy's card or savings pass. Love these dresses. Designer suits for the guys. And the best dressy looks for kids. We even save on select Nike gear for everyone. Plus, Star Rewards members have the chance to participate in Star Money Days. Store associates have all the details. So many ways to save, we better get hopping. Get it? Really? Savings off sale prices, exclusions apply. Details at Macy's.com slash star money. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 
Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. In 2017, the ARL impacted thousands of lives, not just pets, but people too. 6,940 pets found new homes. 199 animals were rescued from abuse and neglect situations. 4,227 owned pets received direct assistance through community outreach programs. And 5,456 ARL animals were spayed and neutered. None of this would be possible without your support. And we look forward to helping even more people and pets in 2018. To view the full 2017 impact report, visit arl-iowa.org slash impact report. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. David Kaplan, thanks to our friends at heartlandflags.com. It's baseball season. Get that new flag, your new MLB team or NFL or college or NHL or NBA sports flags. If you've got a sports team, Heartland Flag has your sports flag. And not just sports as well. they got everything. Uh, let's get to Cappy, shall we? He's got to be giddy. It's 4-1 Chicago. Anthony Rizzo is homered. We saw Hap lead off the game with a home run. Cap, great to talk to you. Happy opening day. How are you? Um, great. How did they get the fourth run? I was just coming up the elevator. Anthony Rizzo hit one out. Unbelievable. Isn't it something? Going to be a fun year, Cap, but we got to keep in mind they're playing the fish today, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're playing the Marlins, so this is, you know, a little perspective, but it's a good way to start if you can finish this thing off today. So uh, my fantasy second baseman, by the way, Anthony Rizzo, after he played 10 games a season ago at second base. I don't base, remember that. I, I said that to Ken, and he looked at me like I had two heads. Uh, no, we- he did because of the shift. You had to switch gloves. It 
you qualify. That's how it goes. You've got to be yeah. so the what because he was over at third base. I remember on his shift as well. Right, but you got to do it ten times, and they did. So he had to switch gloves. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Trent uh, manipulating the fantasy Absolutely. Rule. Cappy, I watched your show last night. I enjoyed the heck out of it. I did find it when you guys were talking about MVP, and I'm glad you uh, included Joe Madden as to who, when he was asked who the MVP of this team is going to be, because I think he was the only one that said Wilson Contreras. I, can, I put some stock in what the skipper uh, had to say about that. I could see Contreras. I mean, obviously, Bryant and Rizzo were the two names on most people's lips, but were you surprised that Madden offered up uh, Wilson Contreras? No, because I've heard a few people around here, you know, in the media who have picked Wilson to be the league MVP. I went Chris Bryant. I just think he's going to have a big year, and we'll see. You know, these guys all have to stay healthy. This can all be for naught if you get catastrophic injury problems, and we've seen teams have that happen. So hopefully they can avoid that. So this team has so much flexibility, so many guys that can play positions, so many guys deserving of playing time. How delicate is that balance? Or or is it easy because Madden has created a a system where going into the season, everybody knows, look, you're not playing 162 games. You're going to get days off. Can that be delicate? And what does Madden do to combat that? Uh, It's not a problem. These guys have all bought in. I mean, think back to 16 you had. Here's a great stat for you. Only two players in the history of the sport have played 10 or more games at three different positions in their MVP year. Chris Bryant in 2016 and loved every bit of it. And the other one is, do you know the answer? No. No. Johnny Bench. Wow. (laughs) Not a bad name. Johnny Bench. No. So, you know, it's very rare, but these guys buy in. In fact, I was talking with... uh, I remember I talk, I've talked to so many people with the Cubs the last few days, and one of them said to me that Davey Martinez had players coming up to him two years ago saying, hey, Davey, when you get some time after for workouts today at spring training, can you help me learn a new position? Because hmm. I want to play more, and I know Joe will play guys if they can play multiple positions. So he said, you know, it's unusual. These guys are, I am a third baseman. Oh, it was Doug Glanville who told me. Doug Glanville said, I never thought that way. I'm a center fielder, man. I don't play left. I don't play right. I don't uh-huh. play infield. I'm a center fielder. And Joe said, no, that's not how things are done around here. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> uh, what are Ozzy and Glanville going to be doing for uh, NBC Sports Chicago? They'll both be doing this baseball night in Chicago show that we're going to do leading in the night Cubs games and Sox games. So they'll be on that. And then uh, – Ozzy will contribute some to our pre-post, and Doug Landel the same thing, and then Doug's going to write for our website. Yeah, I think that's going to be a very popular piece, Cap. I really do. I mean, people still love Ozzy there, right? Oh, yeah. They love Ozzy, and Doug Landel's about as well-spoken a guy as you'll find in sports. I was impressed by him last night, no doubt about it. Cap, uh, the, this team appeals to be very well-built. Though some news from earlier this morning, Greg Holland making his way to the Cardinals We've talked about it before, the Cardinals and Brewers with the season now upon us. Of those two, who do you like to challenge, have the best chance of maybe putting a little bit of heat on the Cubs this year? Uh, I like the Cardinals better than the Brewers. I do. I think the Cardinals are obviously a great organization. I think the addition of Greg Holland can only help their bullpen. Mm -hmm. I question whether they have enough starting pitching. But I do think it's a solid team. And I think they're a team that could get to the postseason, if not winning the division, 
as a wild card. So we'll see how it all breaks out. But, yeah, I think that they're better than the Brewers. Is this a um, World Series or bust type of year for Chicago? 100%. Mm-hmm. You're at $186 million. Mm-hmm. You spent 126 over six years for you, Darvish. You spent millions to re, you know, construct your bullpen. You don't at least get there. And for me, you got to win it. But if you don't at least get there, you failed miserably. 104 wins. That was your prediction. We kinda, I go over 100. Over 100. Yep. 104. It, it's, it just seems so crazy to, to, have, to, to throw that number out before the season. What makes it that optimistic? Yeah, we all think they're going to be good, but that good, we're talking historic levels. Is it just what we've seen the last couple of years and now maybe having that, that uh, after missing out last year, the World Series, that extra drive this season? Yes, I think this team, let's not forget, these guys are you know, just getting into their prime years. Chris Bryant did his fourth season in the big league. You know, we don't have one starter today in the lineup other than John Lester, who's 30 years of age or older. Mm. So they've got to stay healthy or it all goes for naught. But if they're healthy and they won 92 last year and were struggling at two games under 500 at the All-Star break, why can't they go out and win 12 more games? with you, Darvish, replacing um, Arietta and then Chatwood replacing John Lackey. I think those are both upgrades. So, again, got to stay healthy, but if they do, I don't see any reason they can't win 104 games. Mm-hmm. Is, is Tyler Chatwood that one guy cap? It's, it's hard to find a cub on, on this team that's you know, going to fly under the, the radar, if you will, and exceed all expectations. So you got to find a guy that maybe is going to play, uh, at least before the season you thought was going to be a, a, a bit player, kind of uh, you know, a fourth or a fifth starter with Chatwood is. He's the guy to me that uh, that could be the – you know, the guy that fills in that uh, is the answer to that question as to who exceeded expectations. I think he can have a good year. I really do. Yeah, I, do. I agree with you. I think he can have a very good year. Anthony Rizzo was on with us and says he has the best stuff of the five guys on the staff. Doesn't mean it's going to translate into wins, mm-hmm. but he said the best stuff. But for me, I think Steve Ciszek, Cubs have okay. longed for that setup guy going tomorrow. They paid some good money to get this guy away from Tampa. So, you know, obviously the pitching coach believes in him because they wouldn't have brought him here. Joe Madden believes in him. He wouldn't have brought him here. They both know him from Tampa. So, yeah, I look at C-Sheck as being a huge key to that bullpen. So it'll be C-Sheck tomorrow, won't be, or to, to, to Joe, not to tomorrow, but tomorrow. It won't be uh, Carl Edwards Jr. He'll be, what, the seventh inning guy? Uh, no, I think it'll be either Edwards, C-Sheck, or Stroke. Okay. Montgomery and Dunsing give you your lefty, lefty so yeah. that's five. You've got, uh, who am I missing? I'm missing somebody else in Wilson? there. Wilson? Uh, Did you say Wilson? And Justin Wilson. Yeah. So you've got plenty of action in terms of lefties and righties and hard throwers. And then you got your five starters. So I think you've got a really good pitching staff. got to be healthy. So uh, I read the article, I believe yesterday, in the Chicago Tribune about Victor Canetri and uh, the line drive that happened here in Des Moines the Cardinals pitcher that he was facing down with on the farm with Memphis. And, and it seemed like it, it really changed him and obviously the course of, of both paths of their career. Did you have a chance to read that, Cap, and your reaction to that? And also, just him, where uh, where the playing time's going to come from here? He's going to be a bench bat, no doubt, but a little flexibility as well. Yeah, I have actually just bookmarked that on Twitter to read. Uh, they've become pretty close, those two, and mm-hmm. you know it happens in competitive sports. and. 
Victor Caratini is a guy who's really well thought of by the Cubs. They acquired him in a deal from the Atlanta Braves a few years ago, and he looks like he's you know going to be one of their brighter lights down the road. But you know he's stuck behind Wilson Contreras. Right. But if you bring him up here and he is a pretty solid player, and you need to go get something. Well, then maybe that's a carrot that you dangle. There's not a lot of good catchers available in trade. And God forbid you lose Wilson to an injury, you've developed this guy at the big league level, and maybe he's your everyday guy if Wilson's down. So you've got another number of options that you can use this guy for. And he's got power, and he's a really good guy in the clubhouse. So. Yeah, he should be a good fit. Hmm. Cap Addison Russell, a guy that had a disappointing season last year on and off the field. Is he a – because he seems to be um, – you know, you talk about Bryant and Rizzo, of course, and Baez just wows you uh, with his glove. Russell has that ability as well. What kind of year do you expect from him? Uh, I expect a better year. He had a lot of off-the-field stuff yep. last year going through a divorce. and He seems to be in a good place. When I spoke to him at spring training, he said, you know, i got a lot of it behind me and – I think I'm in a good place, and he feels healthy, and his foot is better. He had a foot issue last year, so I expect a better year. But, look, I expect everybody to have a good year because they're good players. Right. That doesn't always go that way. There's going to be some type of, whether it's drama, injury, poor performance, something always happens in every long season to every team. That's why you have to have depth, and I think they do to combat that. Kappa, I got two more for you. Um, I know you're an athletic subscriber, as am I. I'm very glad that I that I am. Uh, the two part series on on Fred Hoiberg, I thought it was very well written. I, I really enjoyed the piece. Um, is he on? Is his seat hot? I mean, might not he be back next year? Even though going in, it was going to be a rebuilding year. It was going to be a not a tank year. Maybe it was. Uh, what about Hoiberg's future in Chicago? I'd be surprised if they fired him now. You know, I believe if they were trying to compete, I don't think he's the first choice of management. I don't. But you can't pull this season against Fred Hoiberg. Right. I mean, they got no chance to be competitive. So, you know, if, they, if I told you that they feel like, hey, man, we should be winning games and we're built to try and win, yeah, I think they'd make a coaching change because I don't believe. I think Gar loves him. I'm not convinced John and upper management are huge Fred guys as a coach. They love him as a human being. He's a wonderful person. But that's not where they're at. They're in tank mode. This guy had no chance to be successful, so I would be very surprised if they changed coaches. Uh, one more back to the baseball beat to the south side of town. The White Sox, the rebuild continues here. What would be considered a successful year for the Southsiders? I can't put a number on it for you. I would tell you this. I said this on radio this morning here. Um if they, at the end of the year, go, okay, Moncada's the real deal, and somebody came up from the minors, Kopech, Eloy Jimenez, somebody like that, and they're the real deal, and they looked at Giolito and they go, he's the real deal, and Tim Anderson looks like he continues to evolve, I don't care what you win then, 60, 70, 80, doesn't matter, because if those pieces look like they're pieces going forward, I'm good. I don't think they're built to win a lot of games this year. However, if at the end of the year – you go, I don't know, pick the number, 67 and 95. Giolito is awful. Kopech has to get sent back down whenever he does come up. And you go, ah, Tim Anderson hits 210. <laughs> well, now you've got some concerns. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's more judging the performance of certain young players. 
as opposed to record. Since we won't talk to you until uh, Wednesday of next week, who cuts the net uh, down to the nets uh, Monday night in San Antonio? Villanova Wildcats. They're the best team in the country. They're going to cut the nets down, and they are going to beat the Loyola Ramblers. Uh-huh. Oh, the Loyola's going to play for a championship. <laughs> How much of you dev- time have you devoted this week to Loyola, Cap? A lot. You'd be amazed. People are into it. It's really cool. That's great. Great stuff, Cap. Thank you. We'll talk to you Wednesday. All right, boys. Have a good day. Yep, you do the same. David Kaplan, brought to us by our friends at Heartland Flags, heartlandflags.com, sports flags, military flags, historical flags, home Garden flags. Might need to get a new W flag to fly today. Four I to think, one. I think that W flag is going to get some use this year, Trent. 104 times? I got him winning over 100. Over 100. It's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. This team's so good. They are. It's World Series or bust. Yeah, absolutely. It really is. For I mean, we're talking about the Cubs, and we're saying World Series yeah. are bust in the same sense. Last year, getting to the NLCS was a disappointment it, it, to well, many. Well, see, I thought that they had some goodwill in the bank. They did, but... You know how it is. I do. Yeah, you, they you get win spoiled. a World Series right. and do yeah. it again. We're talking about the Cubs, the Chicago Cubs, right? In yeah, laughing stock of baseball. <laughs> Matt Poston's uh, coming up. We will get into the uh, final four with Matt. Covers the Big Twelve. Might do some spring football as well. I want to get his take on Baker Mayfield. Oh, you know why? It's a selfish one. Oh, Broncos. Talk. I think Elway's got him in his sights. Uh oh. I read something concerning with Mayfield yesterday, and I can't remember where. I mean, you and I, we both read so much, right, and it right. kind of That's melts true. together. You know what's the bad part about I, I want to give attribution to I do, too, yeah. I, I, I can't remember who wrote it, but I read it, and I enjoyed it, but I can't remember. But it was him down at senior, when he was down at senior, uh, the senior uh-huh. game, and it was difficult to get him to do what they were asking. Not that he was being a malcontent or anything like that, just him going from what the coaches were working on, this is what you have to do in this level, and then actually doing it on the field. And he was, was reluctant to do it? It wasn't that he was reluctant. It just he couldn't take it from the practice, from what they were saying to the practice field. Then. Gotcha. And that was concerning to the staffs that were there. Hmm. Interesting. Just a note. Uh, we'll take a time out. Matt Poston's coming up. Mark Morehouse, uh, one fifteen. Do some Iowa Wild stuff. Joe O'Donnell coming up at about one forty. Wild home for the weekend. A couple of big promotions, particularly Saturday night. Wild have eight games left. Six of them at home. They need to win them all, Trent, if they're going to postseason from where I sit. Uh, they're a tough hill to climb, and they, the season started off so well for them. Anyways, that's coming up at 140. Matt Poston's next. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, honey, I'm going to the chicken coop to watch the tournament. Whoa, wait a minute. Our team didn't make the tournament. Yeah, but, you know, my second favorite team did. Oh, really? And who's that? Um, um, the... Let me guess. You're in a pool again, aren't you? A couple of them. Yeah, gotta go. Bye. It's tournament time, baby. No need to flip channels to watch the game. The Chicken Coop has all the games from every network on every TV. The Chicken Coop, serious about food, serious about the tournament. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. 
It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. Why do we call it small business? Why not agile business? nimble business dance circles around the big bulky behemoths business uma office the small business phone solution has a virtual receptionist to direct calls to the right extension and a mobile app to help you answer while away from the office about all that's small really is the price starting at only $19.95 a month visit uma.com that's o-o-m-a or call 866-649-9377 to find out more uma the phone your small business deserves say it loud i have a prepaid thing and i'm proud I have money. I exchange it for goods and services. Do I want to open a tab? No, thank you. Do I want to sign a contract? Smell you later. I give you money. You give me a cheeseburger. Everybody's happy. No muss. No fuss. Have I applied this fancy free lifestyle to smartphones? Funny you ask. AT&T totally gets my no commitments thing. I get a brand new phone. I don't pay any activation fee. And get this. I get another phone too. My brother wants the second one. I'm going to make him bid against my cheeseburger guy. Switch to AT&T prepaid and get two free ZTE Maven 3s with two lines, no contracts, and no activation fee for only 75 bucks a month. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Offer ends 4-5-2018. Available at participating AT&T stores. Two for $75 per month requires two new lines of service on a $45 monthly plan, each under a multi-line account. Account owner on auto pay. Fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. Details at att.com slash prepaid. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. On March 31st, more than 300 riders on horseback from across the state of Iowa will deliver donations to Easter Seals Camp Sunnyside in Des Moines. In the 50-year history, the group has donated more than $10 million to support Easter Seals Iowa and Camp Sunnyside. The community is invited to welcome the riders into Camp Sunnyside at 3 p.m. on the 31st of March. Easter Seals Iowa provides exceptional service to ensure all people with disabilities or special needs and their families have equal opportunities to live, learn, work, and play in their communities. For more information on Easter Seals, Iowa, or on the Pony Express ride, visit www.eastersealsia.org. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. 
Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Mark Morehouse in the 1 o'clock hour. Joe O'Donnell, the voice of the Iowa Wild in the 1 o'clock hour. We'll keep you updated on opening day. Have you seen a Cubs, I mean a Cubs, a Cardinals score yet, Trent? Oh, what was the last I saw? Okay, you're ahead of me. It was one nothing that I first had. They were down, so well they are now. They have the lead. Cubs still lead four to one uh, at last check. Well, let's talk some Kansas, shall we? There are one of four remaining. Uh, Matthew Poston covers the Big Twelve at HeartlandCollegeSports.com, and he joins us. I'm at Trent Kent. Thanks for coming on. How are you? Well, I'm falling out, guys. I was in Montreal for the exhibition games the other night, so uh, I'm back in Texas, and I'm still kind of warming up a little bit. It was pretty chilly up there. You know what? That was the first place I ever saw Major League Baseball. Uh, I loved it at the time, Olympic Stadium, but it is, uh, it's a cavernous, damp, <laughs> dreary kind of building, but, boy, the fan base would love to see a Major League team, and they put a lot of people through the turnstiles Monday and Tuesday. I didn't know you were there, but I'm glad I have an opportunity to pick your brain because uh, I was a, formerly an Expos fan. What was it like? Was that your first time up there? And how? what, what was your uh, – give me one of your two of your takeaways other than the Guerrero uh, home run at the end of the uh, second night. Yeah, it was my first time up there. I had not been up for Montreal baseball yet, obviously. I didn't get up there when they were still there. Um, it was funny. We, My buddy and I planned to go up for the, the games between the Blue Jays and the Cardinals. We got a couple of hockey games in. But we also got Expos Fest in, and that was a reunion of Montreal Expos players. John Wetland was there. Ken Hill was there. Larry Parrish was there. Chris Spire was there. Wow. Uh, they've, had, they've had Pedro Martinez there in past years. They've had... Uh, uh, Larry Walker there in past years. So they've, they've really done a great job of keeping the fan base energized there. And um, you're right. There is a ton of support for the Expos in terms of getting a team back. Um, I loved going to Olympic Stadium just because the venue's historic. Mm-hmm. It hosted the 76 Olympics. Yep. Uh, I think what they did to create a dome there is very interesting. They basically had the old torch uh, where the uh, eternal flame was for the Olympic Games, and they've used harnesses to, to put a dome over the thing. But if they're going to get baseball back in Montreal, they've got to have a new stadium. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right in the fact that it is cavernous. Uh, the seats that I sat in on the 200 level were probably the most uncomfortable I've ever sat in in a Major League Baseball game. Yeah. Um, but there's an energetic fan base. They've actually got some renderings for uh, new stadiums already. The former owner of the team is involved as well. So, you know, Rob Manfred has put them on the list of places they wouldn't mind going back to or expanding to here in the next few years and if they can just get the stadium issue squared away i think they can get baseball back in montreal i, I gotta ask you about um uh, watching the canadians play it, it, it's an unbelievable event um just just watching a game the two languages of course they love their hockey up there it's such a huge fan base i mean that's that's what they have right it's the montreal canadians mm-hmm. and they live and breathe at 365 what were your thoughts on uh, on watching the canadians and uh, getting to the bell center well, it's just a great atmosphere. I mean, we actually, the next day, we went over to uh, 
where the old forum is, and they've turned it into a movie theater, but they've actually kept some of the seats. Uh, they've actually they have a rendering where center ice is. So you can actually stand on where center ice used to be in the old forum. Uh, Bell Center is a great facility. It's in a great location. It's downtown. It's basically walkable, you know, from, from just about anywhere in downtown. Uh, great crowd, great atmosphere. Actually got to a Senators game a few nights later, so I got to compare and wow. contrast a little bit. And they've got a good atmosphere in Ottawa, too, but it's not, not quite like a Canadiens game. And, and the Capitals just happened to be in town, so I got to see Ovechkin uh, that night as well. So, uh, yeah, if you can get up to Montreal for the hockey game, absolutely, you got to do it. It's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of fun. If you don't, it's not a big deal if you don't know the French because they say the English afterward, mm-hmm. and really after spending a few days there, knowing French really isn't a requirement to getting around and functioning in that city. Uh, the, the folks there are, are so friendly and do, they do a great job of taking care of you, whatever language you speak. I'm a big Montreal fan. Go ahead, Trent. That was fun. I, enjoy, I enjoyed that, man. I didn't know you, uh, that you were there, but uh, thank you for uh, allowing me that five minutes. <laughs> no problem at all. Well, let's get into uh, the reason we brought you into the first place, the Final Four in the Kansas Jayhawks. And I've seen more and more people connecting the dots. Last time the Final Four was in San Antonio. What do they do? They cut down the nets. Last time, the path that the Jayhawks had to take, taking on this behemoth North Carolina team, much like Villanova here. On and on and on. Are you connecting the dots here, or well, are we just searching for content with a week before uh, we get to final, finally Saturday and get to the game? Well, San Antonio has been good to them. There's no question about that. Um, that, that team that won in, I want to go back and say 08, that was a fantastic team. It was one of the best teams in Kansas history. Uh, I think this team is one of the teams that I, I think you're going to look back on in 20 years and say, boy, they, they really overachieved because they're not a very deep team. Uh, they don't have a great front court, but they've got a, a great group of guards, uh, especially in Graham and Newman. Who Newman, from the Big 12 tournament on, has played his best basketball of the year. Uh, he's one of the big drivers in terms of them getting to the Final Four. I really didn't think they would get this far. I, I thought they would be eliminated in the Elite Eight. Uh, they managed to overcome Duke, win that game in overtime. And, and you know, with that Villanova team, boy, they're just, they have so many options on offense. I think that's going to be Kansas's biggest issue in this game is they've got six players for Villanova who average double figures. And maybe you can shut one of them down. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can shut two of them down. But can you shut five of them down? That's the problem. Uh, when you face Villanova, they just have so many options from an offensive standpoint. They're not a particularly good defensive team, so Kansas can do some things with them. You're either going to have to outscore them, you know, because the two of the games Villanova lost, they scored 93 points and 90 something points in, and those teams had to score 100 points to beat them, or you got to hold them below 75 points. So those are really the only two ways you can beat Villanova, based on what I can see in their results this season. And Azabuki needs to stay out of foul trouble. Although D'Souza, I think, is, you know, you're 100% right on Newman since uh, since the Big 12 tournament. He has elevated his game. I think you can say the same about D'Souza most nights. Yeah, you know what? What really helped him was Azabuki's injury, in all honesty. You know, yeah. the fact that he got hurt at the Big 12 tournament, uh, they were forced into a situation where they had to use D'Souza, and he delivered. You know, this is a guy who got on campus in January, didn't know Manhattan from Lawrence, They needed time to get him integrated into the lineup, and they needed—he needed time to get, you know, into a position where he could actually help them. You saw flashes of it in a couple of different games. I can't remember who they played, but there there was an issue where Azubuike got into foul trouble before the Big 12 tournament, 
D'Souza came in. He gave them a nice game that evening. You know, 15, 16 minutes off the bench. I think he had double-digit points, seven or eight rebounds. And he's kind of carried that over the last few weeks. He's given them the front-court depth that they need. Uh, they've needed it all season. He's finally given it to them. Uh, if they can keep Azebique out of foul trouble, give D'Souza and Lightfoot solid minutes, then they can then they can compete inside with Villanova. They can compete inside with anybody. But if any one of those guys gets into foul trouble and they, they can only play less than 20 minutes, they're going to have problems. It's uh, a heck of a matchup, and, and you got to have – Gotta have a little help. I mean, Villanova, they hit 12, 14 threes. It's just, it's so difficult to do. If they get past this Villanova squad, who are they gonna see on the other end? Is it the upstart Ramblers from Loyola, or you think the Wolverines uh, continue their march to the championship? You know, I think they'd see Michigan. You know, I saw Loyola's first two games here in Dallas. Uh, yeah. I actually went to that regional. I was there, uh, saw both buzzer beaters. Uh, the thing about that game with Kansas State was they played. I think they played their best game in the tournament, in all honesty. I mean, the way they shot, they were over 60% for most of the game. Uh, you know, Kansas State, no matter what they tried, they couldn't catch up because Loyola was just playing so well on the offensive side of the floor. I think that might have been their max out game in terms of that's probably as well as Loyola can play in terms of this NCAA tournament. You know, what Michigan has is a ton of athleticism and some really good size inside. And if they can use those two things to exploit uh, Loyola's, in my opinion, their, their lack of overall front court height and, um, you know, not, not and a lack of high-level athleticism, then I think that uh, Michigan wins that game. The thing about Loyola is, and this is what frustrates teams about them, is they're so good at doing the right thing almost every time down the floor. They almost always make the right pass. They almost always make the extra pass. They almost always take the right shot, you know, even if they're not shooting well. And in that second game they played that I saw here in Dallas, they didn't shoot particularly well in that game. They still did the right thing every time down the floor. It stayed in the game until they were able to win it in the final few seconds. So for Michigan, they can't get sucked into that thing where, okay, it's a close game, but we're going to win it at the end. Okay, it's a close game, but we're going to win it at the end. They, they can't let Loyola suck them into believing that just because Loyola may not be playing as well as they think they are, that Loyola is out of the game because that's usually not the case. If it's a close game, it's going to be a really interesting uh, environment for that game because Loyola, they just don't make mistakes. They don't make a lot of turnovers. They don't make a lot of bad passes. You can't really force them into making a lot of bad decisions, and that's really what keeps them in games until the very end. Great stuff, Matt. Thanks for coming on. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks for uh, sharing the Montreal and the Ottawa trip with us. We appreciate that. We'll talk to you down the road. Enjoy the Final Four. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, good to talk to you. Uh, Matthew Postens, heartlandcollegesports.com. Trent. Yeah. It's 4-4. Here come the Marlins. I told you here come the fish. You didn't believe me. I didn't believe you. 4-4. Lester. John Lester having trouble getting out of the third inning, for crying out loud. And this is not a stacked lineup. There is no Giancarlo Stanton. No, there is no, no Christian Yelich. This is the Brewers. Real Motos on the DL. Right. Uh, we will come back with the 1 o'clock hour. Mark Morehouse is going to be here. We look forward to that as we continue on here uh, after this timeout on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. 
Simple enough. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes. Everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Spring is in the air, so why not in the house? The Home Depot lets you invite spring indoors with low-maintenance Majesty Palms and 10-inch containers, now just $12.88 each. Breathe a little life into your hallway. Freshen up your bedroom or bath. Palms are easy to grow, easy to maintain, and right now, even easier to buy. Bring outdoors indoors with 10-inch Majesty Palms, now just $12.88, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Lost by's last selection varies by store. If you run a small business, you know there's nothing small about it. Dell's Small Business Technology Advisors are here to help with solutions tailored to your business. Get the latest technology, like Dell laptops with Intel Core processors. Plus, with free shipping and a price match guarantee, you know you're always getting the best deal. Talk to a Dell Small Business Advisor today at 877-BY-DELL. That's 877-BY-DELL. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, 